No, 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 not again. George? George Walsh? I thought that was you. Now, don't tell you don't remember me, because I sure as no, heck no, for no, I remember no, 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 no. you. Go away, go away. Paul Austin! Go away. You, you don't seem busy. Man. Why don't we sit down, have a chat, and put it out there, you know, as a podcast. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a doozy! And welcome back to Crass, season three for what? Season three. Uh, <laughs> I'm not quite here. I'll do it again. Hello and welcome back to Crass, series five, episode three. <laughs> I'm struggling already. Uh, yeah. My name is Paul Austin. And my name is George Walsh. George, uh, it's about the time of the show, right at the beginning, where yeah. uh, I generally like to ask you a question. It's yes. Paul's question time! Paul's question time! Paul's question time! George? Yes? Paul's question time. Mm-hmm. Which frozen food stuff, now banned by Jamie Oliver, do you wish they'd bring back? Well, I can only think of one frozen food stuff that Jamie Oliver banned, and I was never a fan of the turkey Twizzler. No, so. no. I just, to be honest, George, I just put that in to sort of have a dig at Jamie Oliver. You can just bring back any sort of frozen food. Doesn't have to be fr- any food. What sort of food that's not around anymore would you like to bring back? There you go. I'll broaden it. Any food now, so it's not limited. Any food? To would you li- yeah. Foods. Well, right. Yeah. Okay. So you caught me. I was just, just any food. Um. Do you know what's really irritating about it this week is that there's probably quite a few answers I've got and I now can't think of them. <laughs> oh, typical. typical. Well, I'll give you... I really I really wish um, turkey dinosaurs were still around. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure I'm convinced by Do that. Do you not like turkey dinosaurs? No, not really. Um, did you eat? Probably like lobster and quail's <laughs> eggs, probably. It's probably all you ate when you were a child. <laughs> we're already doing that joke. <laughs> No, I used to. Everyone knows I used to live off McCain's microchips as a uh, as a child. Right, that's horrendous. With caviar on them. No, 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 no. With nothing on them. Can't have, can't have flavour and flavourings <laughs> or condiments. What do you think this is? Did you not put any paprika on them or anything? Papri- paprika. Yeah, that's what Barry Lewis this, would do. Right, this is the North South divide in action, right? This, I didn't this, put this paprika. Is, I'm not. Know, no, no, I did, mid- I'm just. Well, I'm not saying that I did it. From the Midlands, but oh, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Paprika. I'm not saying that I put paprika on my microchips. Yeah, I didn't really have microchips to be honest when I was a kid. Like I mm. think I had them once in like a caravan holiday. Yeah. But like, I'd never really. I wouldn't have put paprika on them. I didn't even. I just put like probably like um, sarsens on them. That'd be it. Sarsens there, getting the brand. With a bit of ketchup. Mentioned. Get mentioned the well, yeah. well, mention the brand for ketchup as well. Mention that. Well, that one changed because that um, one changed. It's never a simple yeah. That answer. one changed. What from? From Daddy's favorite ketchup to Heinz. Well, no, just did just chop. Why are you having a 
Oh, you got... oh, no, it, no, it just it didn't it didn't change. It wasn't like a changeover period. It would just change depending on what was ch- sort of cheap, what we could afford, right. what we could afford that week, George. Yeah. Well, if you weren't splashing out on sarsens, you know we had chip shop vinegar, <laughs> chip shop style vinegar is what we ended up. You with. can't. Where do you buy that from? Chip shops? No, from like Tesco's, and it's it's like it's not it's that vinegar that's not proper vinegar, but no one yeah, cares, not, yeah. so they still call it vinegar. Can't yeah. afford Sarsons. It's turning Wait, you into. You can buy that. Yeah, but like... I've just realised this is turning into four Yorkshire men, isn't it? Really, really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have vinegar in our day. We were lucky. Yeah. No. Uh, so is that that bit? I didn't give you an answer. Really, yeah. Cause... Yeah. Well, you didn't really answer my question because you didn't <laughs> sort of tell me a thing that you want back. Okay. There was like a a, a sort of. A very sweet kind of syrup cake and custard that they used to do in primary school. I'm sure they still do right. that in primary schools. <laughs> but unless Jamie Oliver's had his wicked way. No, well, bastard. that's the thing. But um, I love a bowl of that every now and then. I just think, oh, I'd love some of that. So you could, that was just something that like they presumably ordered in bulk. Yeah, yeah, it'll be like Salford City Council <laughs> school catering. Yeah. Something like that. Maybe we could track down the original sellers of that and yeah. try and get you um, get you a bowl of it. If anyone uh, working at, I think it was called Citywide Catering Services. How can you remember the catering services that that worked for your school? Oh, come on. That supplied cake? How do you remember that? Come on. You don't need to ask me that sort of question. No. Mate. Okay. All right. Good point. But yeah, Good anyone point. working for Citywide, get in touch. The email address is crasspodcasts at gmail.com. If you've got any of those lovely sort of <laughs> <laughs> sweet sort of syrup cake things. It was a really That'd basic be a lovely sponge, end. really basic sponge, really basic <laughs> bog standard custard. But you know, yeah, I've you know, I don't want paprika on my chips. I don't want fancy kind of desserts. Just give me a bowl of that slop. That'll do. Salt of the earth, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> pretending, he's pretending. Listeners, he's making all this up. Well, wouldn't that be a nice end though? Wouldn't that be a nice end to this series? You sitting down to have a bowl of this lovely cake, bowl of and probably like hating it, cake, probably right? hating well, it. Actually, it's quite sickly. This. <laughs> yeah, it's too. I don't like. Nostal- I don't like it. It was the sweet like, oh. taste of nostalgia that I remembered, not not the city wide. Yeah, it's turned to ash in my cake. mouth. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, so that's that bit done. I'm sure you've. Uh, <laughs> what stopped. do you mean? That's what's that well, no, bit done? I just done? wanted to like sort of say that there's no uh, George Walsh's big question this week. No, I didn't think there was. Cause... That's why I just sort of dusted over it. Yeah, I thought right. we just killed that. Well, I didn't yeah, even I just... think we needed to mention it. To well, be honest, I just, I just thought. All right, fine. Let's move on then. Let's move on. We've, we've talked about yeah, it's dead. we've talked about condiments, haven't we? So why don't we crack? <laughs> yes. Don't we crack out? You'll love this segue. Why don't we crack out a bottle of crass tomato ketchup? Hey. Ketchup. Crass tomato ketchup. Crass tomato ketchup. Crass tomato ketchup, crass tomato ketchup, crass tomato ketchup, crass tomato ketchup, crass tomato ketchup with you. Go on then, George, what have you you got to say for yourself? Something happened this week and I thought I'd like to set the scene. So, uh, picture this. 
It's Christmas morning. The mist said. rolls in. A scene of gaiety and much merrymaking. Family members are tearing wrapping paper. Uncle Paul's got that copy of the Blues Brothers he's always wanted. That four-sliced toaster with wide slots for bagels is just what my big sis put on her list for Father Christmas. But wait! A fiver falls out of the bottom of a card and onto the floor. And before I can lean over and pick it up, and I'm usually quick at that, listeners, a rabid Parsons Russell Terrier is tearing the polymer Churchill a new one. Disaster! Am I right, Paul? Uh, yeah. It's a disaster, isn't it? You've got no money. You should be totally on the side with me here. Well, yeah, but, no, I, no, I agree. That's bad, isn't it? This was just yeah, annoying. Well, I, I didn't have to picture it. I was a witness. Oh. But what I did was pick up the debris, bung it in an envelope, and then seven weeks after Christmas, remember that I hadn't sent it off yet. But result, the fiver <laughs> went into my bank this morning. <laughs> Are you, are you sort of is that a mocking kind of no i'm there, not no it's not it's just it's that's, very telling isn't it that story that's a lot of money where you live it's very, didn't you want, it's didn't very you, telling didn't you want to tell me that your mate um ryan i think got his head smashed in with a paving slab <laughs> on the way home from the star and garter <laughs> near holland's carpets and curtains <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Roy Morris had to sort his teeth out afterwards. <laughs> yes, he and did. That, I do remember was, this. That was only over £3.59. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just as a, just I really as a brief... admire the research you've done here, George. <laughs> <laughs> just as a... Well, you'll admire this then, just as a brief aside. He's yes. a funny fella, isn't he, Dr. Roy Morris? I don't he know. Reckons... I don't know Roy. Well, Dr. he Roy reckons... Morris. Dr. Roy Morris reckons that this is the most exciting time ever in dentistry. My mission is to stay on the leading edge and ensure that your smile says it all. It's a bit of an odd thing to say, that, isn't it? This is this is an exciting time. The most exciting yeah. time ever in dentistry. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious as to what would, innovations yeah. they're making in the field of dentistry that makes this such an exciting time. It's specific. No, it's no. He's right. It's specifically in Droitwich is where they're making all oh, the right. kind of headway with <laughs> dental research. Because people you know. around there have only recently developed teeth. Yeah, it's like you know, all three D printing and that. It's all it's it's pretty big down there. It's a it's a yeah. it's a hub of dental research. Well, that's well, that's uh, that that's explains it though. What I've heard anyway. But yeah, the best part of the story, it wasn't even my fiver. It was my sister's <laughs> result. <laughs> that is so well. You you're happy now, but um, your story is reminding me of something that happened to me the other day. <laughs> Uh, so do you remember last week when we were talking about was it last week or the week before we were talking about last week last episode (laughs) last episode of the episode before that we were talking about finding money it was the first one wasn't it yeah um i was walking up the uh stairs steps at the train station the Mm. other day Mm. and i looked down and what do i see on the floor but a fiver (laughs) oh fuck off (laughs) <laughs> no joke. I was like, fucking hell, this is a bit of good luck. Obviously, I was yeah. a bit cautious because of like COVID, but it's all right. I picked mm. it up with me. Um, I picked it up with Anki, took it home, yeah. gave it a good scrub. Cheeky little fiver for me. Good as new. Nice little treat. Yeah. Yeah. Hope that I'm really, really made up for you. Mate. Take the wind out of your sails a bit there. <laughs> it does a little bit. It does a little bit. Well, mine do you know t- what? For being mine that's took quite eight cruel. Weeks. It's quite, it's quite cruel the the way you're sort of happy that you, your your sister lost a fiver yeah. and then you just nicked it, you nabbed it. Yeah, boo hoo. I thought I've, I mean, I say I thought I'd do this in the wake of never living dangerously, dangerously, yeah. and picking up cash before. But 
I did this about eight weeks ago. I did this at Christmas <laughs> before I told you I was a saint. With uh... <laughs> no, yeah, I was gonna yeah. fucking say. I, I mean, thought just... it was my fiver at first, and then but when you... I realised it wasn't, I thought uh... I'll keep hold of that. Yeah, she did just bend it anyway. So, does she? D- does she know that you've got it? No. Probably, I don't know. I won't mention. And you put it, it on this. You put it on this podcast. What if she chooses yeah, to listen to this? She doesn't listen to this. Well, what if somebody were to sort of, you know, I don't know, like well, sort of phone in a tip off? Yeah, but all right, I'll tell. And I'll she's on the next time. She's on the belt. She's on the bell to you, going. I want my fiver back. I want my fiver back. Probably. I'll, <laughs> I'll just say I know nothing about it. I'll, I can oh. blag. I can blag. You could find well if you have the if you've got that kind of um, self belief got... then that's fine. Yeah, yeah, of course I can. I'm not surprised you can't sleep at night. To be honest, George, yeah. not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we move on? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even my vibe. <laughs> um. Well. Um, I've got uh, a little. It's I don't know, it's not really. It's sort of crass tomato ketchup, but it's also yeah. sort of want it to be its own segment because mm. there's a lot of there's a lot of content I've got here. Yeah. Um, do you remember last episode I talked about how I'm, I'm working at um, McDonald's and I'm going to expose them for all their mm. kind of shady practices? Yeah, I remember. Well, this is the first instalment in a crass expose mm. looking at Ronald McDonald's CD dirty underbelly. Yeah. You could put some like kind of uh, dark music in here, if you want. Right? Wanted. Okay. If I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't really have the choice, do I? No. George, um, yeah. how often do you eat at McDonald's? I eat at McDonald's every five to ten days without right. Fail. Good. Well, not good actually. Um, because I've Not discovered, really true, I've discovered it. some some dark secrets. Some dark secrets. Um, Go on. You may not know this, um, George. Listeners at home, but mm. all the food at McDonald's is actually frozen. It's, a- it's actually really? frozen. Uh, all the the you chicken, first. the the beef, first it all thing. comes in frozen. We don't, they don't make yeah. it. They don't press the patties on the thing. Uh, chicken, it's not breaded yeah. there. Like in you know, eggs aren't frozen, obviously. Well, and water, that's not frozen. Yeah, that'd be a bit drinks strange. aren't frozen, obviously. Bacon, that's not. Yeah. That's just well, from the, the fridge. Yeah, I mean, most people probably work that one out. To be honest with you, sorry to rain on your parade, Paul, but. When have you ever been in a McDonald's and seen all the staff at the back, all the gawky little teenagers saying? doing their driving lessons, and yeah. you, and ever seen like a butcher carving up like a, a cow well, carcass you put it like to make that, freshly obviously. made patties? I don't see rivers frozen. of blood pouring from the back of McDonald's. All right, well, okay, well, okay, yeah. well, fine then. There's no actual, there's nothing to expose. It's all that. It's actually pretty above board, to be honest. Yeah. The only shady stuff is like stuff that I've done, like off my own back. But I don't obviously I don't want to incriminate myself here. <laughs> oh, God. Well, 
I mean, I might make an anonymous. Uh, I mean, Ronald McDonald might receive an anonymous. Well, now it's steady on, no, because he's got big. He's got uh, big well, power. Then you keep your mouth shut about right, that okay. fiver, then. You keep Sh- your mouth shut. Stalemate here. It's like that chess game we played. Yeah, which was a draw. No one won any kind of victory, well. moral or otherwise. No, I didn't well. say well. I didn't. I like, coughed. Well, <laughs> you say that. <coughs> well, I've coughed. Yeah. So actually, yeah, that's it. I'm killing off that segment because actually I haven't got anything to say about it. Sorry. It's not a shade. That's a disappointment. McDonald's not as shady as no. we'd hoped, but <laughs> maybe like up high, up at the top, you know, with like you know the you know sort of the big boss men. Maybe they're cunts. Yeah. But like, <laughs> as far as I can tell from the shop floor, it's all sort of okay. It's all on. Yeah. It's all all right. Terrific. Doing a new That's chicken sandwich at the moment, which is is, is all right. Uh, home style chicken. It's got um, bacon. It's got um, sort of like a cheddar cheese. Yeah, it's got are you trying to do onion. product placement? No, I'm dance. not. No, 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 it's not. Grand Big Mac. They're coming back. Uh, if you're into that sort of thing, I uh, haven't big... had a Big Mac in two years, and I know this because I've checked the archive. Yeah, and it's it, it's over two years that. now. Well, you were trying to sell the McChicken. No, I wasn't. I was just saying to people. I was do I was information. Yeah. Anyway, move on this. Move on from this bit. I'm sick of it. The sound of crass is in your ears. A sound your heart can't endears. The sound of crass. Is saying so much less than two fools could ever say. And what those fools have said, well, it takes my breath away. I can hardly wait to hold you, feel my arms around you. Where are the mock words for this bit? Well, Paul, have a look what's just popped through the crass letterbox. It's some crass correspondence. Hey! (laughs) Switch the machine up! Stop the presses! I don't believe it! Stop the bloody presses! It's crass correspondence! (laughs) Who would be the crass postman? I haven't thought that that far ahead. Barrymore, the metaphor. Barrymore, yeah, probably. Solly can do these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not dwell on that too much. No. <laughs> We've had a letter here. It reads, "Dear Crass Podcast," regarding Hello. Crass eighty six. In your right. last episode, you pondered whether or not you could name your new feature <sighs> Crass eighty six film twenty one. Ultimately, ruling that a copyright infringement would probably prevent this. However, the BBC's film series ran from November 16th, 1971, during the second week of Slade's four-week run at number one with Cause I Love You, to March 28th, 2018, just after Prezzo closed 94 restaurants, but just before Carpet Right closed 92 stores. Wow. And as such, never aired a series under the title Film 21. 
Therefore, oh. this title would be available to you if you so wish to use it. That's also, a good point. Also, as the jingle doesn't mention the name of the feature, you could make this change quietly without drawing any attention to it whatsoever. That's Cheers, right. Norman Barry. <laughs> uh, P.S. P.S. Do you like pickled onions? <laughs> Keep the spirit of Barry Norman. Keep the spirit of Barry Norman. Brackets. Not me. I'm Norman Barry. Alive by enjoying Barry Norman's pickled onions. <laughs> They're worthwhile. They beguile. They always make me smile. Barry Norman's pickled onions. On the Thames or in the Nile, eat at home or in exile. Barry Norman's pickled onions. Yeah. Versatile, never vile. Make yeah. them part of your lifestyle. Barry Norman's pickled onions. Can be enjoyed once in a while, or so much that you'll stockpile Barry Norman's pickled onions. And why not? So that was Norman Barry who's emailed in. <laughs> I'm really, well, thanks. really... Thanks, Norman. Really, really having trouble sleeping, Paul. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. Don't worry. Just you know, it's, it's good stuff. You, it's, oh, it's good stuff. At least it's good stuff. Um, well, that leads us on to a uh, new feature. Uh, do you want to go with Crass eighty six still? Yeah, I mean, we've established. Yeah, I that do. Now. I don't want to change it. Yeah. Sorry, oh, sorry, Norman Barry, but I don't want to change it now. We've <laughs> sorry to waste oh, your time. Sorry, yeah. Well. Here it is, it's Crass 86. Remind me, Paul, what this week's Crass 86 focus film was. Well, listen, if you don't remember, uh, Crass 86 is where me and George uh, decide uh, in advance to watch a film. Uh, you can watch it with us if you fancy, probably haven't. Uh, and then we watch it and then we reconvene a week later, give or take. Yes. You know, but And then we talk about it um, for a little bit. The film we decided to watch mm-hmm. was King Rocker, the Stuart Lee and um, that... F- what's his fucking... What's his name? Michael, Michael Cummings. Cummings, his name, that guy. Um, their film that they made about uh, the Nightingales uh, that aired yes. on Sky Arts a while back. Um, and yeah, so what did you give me your thoughts on it first, George? Um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was suitably niche enough. I thought that it was focusing on the, the sort of main focus was yeah, the lead singer of the Nightingales. Um, Rob Lloyd but also on there was a sort of I don't want to say subplot but there was kind of some focus on this King Kong statue like a parallel plot I suppose yeah a parallel plot revolving around a a King Kong statue that was in uh, Birmingham city centre it's a documentary by the way yes Um, so I I loved I loved exploring both of those stories I thought it was suitably sort of niche but it was also really funny as well I mean Stuart Lee obviously is a comedian but I mean Rob Lloyd was quite funny the stories and situations were quite funny and the anecdotes the way it was told I thought was really interesting yeah so yeah positive stuff I wonder I wonder if you got slightly more out of it than I did Um, growing up kind of at at the very least closer to where the action was taking place I mean sort of yeah I mean I I suppose so I did I know bits of Birmingham but like 
I'm not I'm not like an avid Birmingham visitor. I didn't I didn't go and like I didn't spend my childhood visiting and yeah. and seeing the places and exploring the music scene. I sort of went there to like the Bull Ring every now and then or Merry Hill, which isn't really yeah. even in Birmingham. Yeah. But um yeah, I did. I liked it a lot. Um I will say it was good, but I feel I feel like that that Stuart Lee's being a bit cheeky. Um mm. Because he's very clearly been listening to us, yeah, and he's t- totally robbed Paul Austin's Boston Times. That is the whole, the whole thing of Paul Austin's Boston Times. He goes to Birmingham. I mean, I don't he goes, remember. He goes, <laughs> he goes to Birmingham. <laughs> I go. I go to Birmingham. Yeah. I mean, did what was the what was the restaurant restaurant fast food chain that you went five, in? Where... Five Guys. Yeah. Did he? Just, I don't remember any McDonald's. scenes in Five Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember Stuart Lee in Five Guys uh, trying no. to chat up Esther or Fester. No, um, I don't remember him sort of being sick on a train or whatever it was no. he did or on a bus. I can't remember. I was barely listening at the time, sick. so I can't really remember it. But no. uh, I didn't see the parallels. But now you've said that, it's quite Birmingham, isn't it? It goes to Birmingham. Stolen. It's the same thing. Everyone who goes to Birmingham is ripping you off. Just change the title. What, what you're saying here. Yeah. But yeah, but it was good though. I did like it. I did. It reminded me that because I don't, I've never seen obviously the King Kong statue yeah. uh, that features in it. I, I don't remember ever seeing it because it was like it was taken out in the seventies and I wasn't born then. Yes. Um, but not? it reminded me of no. It reminded me of they. There used to be a, a sort of shit theme park in Telford um, called Wonderland. I say used to be. I think it is still there. And it was like all models, creepy models of like fairy tale characters. And there was a giant statue of the Reekin Giant. Are you familiar with the Reekin Giant? No. He's like a big giant who lives in Telford and he's like got a big spade. But anyway, there's yeah. this big statue of it. And you used to, when you were driving through Telford, you used to see it over like the treetops. <laughs> it reminded me of that. So I like that element as well. That gave me uh, joy. Yeah. So it's. Um... If, if we're going to use a sort of Siskel and Ebert type thing, <laughs> sort of two thumbs up, do you think? Yeah, yeah, two thumbs. Yeah. Two th- not a fan, I'm are not, you, of Siskel and Ebert? I'm not, I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not, they're fine. I just don't know much about them. Like, you don't like Roger but you think he's a pillock. I'm, I'm ambivalent, really. I don't really care. <laughs> oh, here we go. It's all changed now. Now he doesn't care. You've you spent many an hour. To... I don't I've think n- Crash Eighty Six is very good, George. I think it's a bit no. rubbish. <laughs> so oh, that's that feature. I've done it. Done it again. Oh dear. Maybe we could give it another go next. Have you come up with something we can watch for next week? Oh, I didn't know I had to. I told you when we first started the feature that that was how it was going to work. So I've got to now do more work now. I've got to. Yeah, come up with... just now on the spot, just come oh. up with something we have to watch. Oh, unbelievable! I can't believe this. Based Sitting there the writing, fact... writing this stupid email from Norman Barry <laughs> and not coming up with something that I asked you hey, to. That was a legitimate email. Sorry, no, it was. Yeah, but, sorry, um, I forgot. You just didn't happen to see it when it passed through the crass no, I didn't. email mailbox. No, well, funny that. It's funny Stop! That... St- can you come up with a film already? I d- what if you've not got it? There's a problem. If I pitch you something, I'll find go, it illegally. Oh, oh no, I'm not. I don't condone that, though, Paul. I don't I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll pay for it. I'll we'll just pay for it. I'll get it from somewhere. Okay then. Woodfall. Um, Woodfall. I just shouted Woodfall. I didn't actually finish the. <laughs> okay, Woodfall <laughs> Productions, um, 1960 movie, 
Saturday night and Sunday morning. That is. Our... Is this just you wanting to make me watch something that you want to watch? So, oh, so you moved the goalposts again now? So it has to. Well, be I thought that you. I don't know. I just I've feel not like seen either. I haven't got it, have I? I don't have to. I was oh, hoping that you just picked something that I would have. Can it? Right. Let's can it then. Right. Let's can it. Let's not do Crass eighty six. I didn't want to have to do that, listeners, but you you saw what happened there. Yeah, you're witness your hand, to that. Clearly, so. unreal. It's dog barking. Dog's barking. He's not happy about things. <laughs> How does he feel about the whole fiver situation? Because he's like a bit of a. You've used him as a bit of a pawn in that whole, that whole thing. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't I offer the means. fiver to him. I didn't pick it up and go, "Here, boy." You've made then... him an accomplice. No. <laughs> I didn't put like pate on it first, so he'd be really <laughs> interested in getting to the note. It just happened. Well, I've only got your word on that. Yeah. <laughs> you in the kitchen, surreptitiously, with your back arched to sort of hide yourself, sort of <laughs> rubbing pate into a fibre. Who gave your sister the fibre? Was it you? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a surefire way of getting this fibre back in seven weeks. I should have put it on elastic. That's what I should have done. <laughs> so it just sprung right back. Or fishing line, so I could have reeled it in. Yeah, exactly. I can't believe you're going around on this pod saying that I'm the stingy one. Hey, it's a, hey I, I'm not working. You're at McDonald's, so you're earning a pound out there. All right, good point. What am I, what am I doing? Wasting <laughs> you away. You can get, I suppose. Wasting away the springtime of my life. That's what I'm What doing. was it you said you were going to buy the other day? Oh, we can't really mention that, I suppose. <laughs> Why? What was it? It was the um, movie box set that you just oh, wanted to own yeah. because you wanted to own something totally worthless. Oh, really tempted, Paul. Still, even though I know it's a bad idea. I don't know why. It's the idea of having something that's awful, that's limited. It's sort of like, I've taken that away from one of your mental fans who can't have it now. And I've got contempt for it. Even better. (laughs) But, like, presumably you wouldn't send a message to, like, saying, look, I've got your box set and I hate it. No, no, it'd just be a private pleasure. She's a little private be... pleasure. Oh, it's been a long year. <sighs> okay, Paul, well, I think it's time for you to tell me what you've been watching this week. Tell me what you've been watching this week. You tell them you saw it on the, um, the telly. Thank you, George, yes. Um, well, this week, well, last week maybe, I can't remember when, um... It was the nineteenth, I think. Yeah, that was last week. So last or was week, the week before. Well, last week, George, on the nineteenth, um, Disney Plus. Yeah, uh, we've mentioned it already on this. It's not an ad. Um, mm. uh, I don't know why you'd think it would be like what Disney. I mean, we've got come, a few come to us and say like, <laughs> oh, can you can you plug our thing? There's been quite a bit of product placement this week. We've had Sarsons. It's not, pr- yeah, but it's, it's not. We're not McDonald's, paid. To, not paid anything. Barry it's Norman's just our own backs. Onions. Now, the only people getting anything getting a... from this are, are them. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Bit, Go on. A bit iffy, though, isn't it, really? Mm. Not fair. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so on Disney+, Plus, they put all of all of the Muppet show on there. Yeah. Uh, like, all of it. Uh, which is, I think, it's the first time that the fourth and fifth seasons have been available 
on home media yeah. ever. So I've been uh, sitting and watching that, and I've been really liking it. I've, been, I've obviously watched a lot of it before, but I've been really enjoying it. It's been a real yeah. comfort watch. Uh, and of course, you can me. subscribe to oh, Disney Plus with your Barclay card. Fuck! Don't, don't look. This is proper Muppets. This is classic Muppets before they went to Barclay Card and fucking Warburtons and fucking Facebook. <laughs> Not before they were murdered by fucking Disney. Before Disney took them out back and shot them dead in the face, ripped off Kermit's big eyeballs, and like, yeah. Before all that, when they were like, when it was good. And I've been enjoying that. It's ironic, isn't it, that Muppets Most Wanted kind of serves as a parallel to what happened in real life with the Muppets, in a way. <laughs> so yeah. if an imposter Muppet, an imposter Kermit comes along, yeah. steals the limelight. Yeah. No. no I didn't want this to be a downer. I didn't want this to be a downer segment. I wanted to be positive about the Muppets and how much well, I love them and how clever I think positive. that the whole thing is. How, you know, they've got such yeah. definite and likeable sort of characters and... And all that. <laughs> I've actually, do you know what? It's annoying because I actually did a little quiz for you to do, George. Would you like the Muppets? I I like the Muppets. I can't say I am as encyclopedic in my knowledge of the Muppets. Well, that's as good. That's good. But I mean, you know, we each have our different exactly. strengths and weaknesses. But yeah. I I quite like the Muppets. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad that you've not got encyclopedic knowledge because it's going to make this little um, Barshan style make me quiz look I've a dick made. Now, isn't it? No, Barson no. Quiz, ripping no. them off now. <laughs> well, you know, fucking an eye for an eye. Fucking punches, didn't they? Ends up making the whole world blind. I've even given, <laughs> I've even given it a little Barton style title, felt or flop. Oh, uh, so the idea right. is, I mean, they'd probably called it like poo or plop, probably. Yeah. Well, Henson um, or Wenson would have been a better one, but why Wenson or Wenson? What's Wenson? Well, like Wenson, like when when were they Muppets, son? But that's not what the quiz is. The quiz is like, well, you've got. To, I'm going to give you the name of a Muppet or two Muppets at once if they're a double act, and you've got to tell me whether I've made the names up or not, or if they're real Muppets. Yeah, so What's Wenson got to do it? with it? No, it doesn't. Like, like if you said um, Bert and Ernie, I'd go Henson. Yeah. And if you said that's Sesame Street, but they're still all Muppets, aren't they? Let's face it. Unless they're all Muppets. Well, this is one I wanted to. This is a thing what gets on me tits, right? Is Put the jingle in. Oh, on this Hearcrass podcast, we do have lots of bits. And here's another feature called Things What Get On Me Tits. Yeah, Things What Get On Me Tits. Now, not problem. <laughs> Just before you start off on Things What Get On Me Tits, I had a great idea in the week. Um, oh, yeah. But I, but I haven't <laughs> committed to it. Which was to rename, uh, to possibly come up with a new feature to replace things what get on me tits, although it's essentially just renaming it. Right. Uh, we could rename the feature Whinges, Grumps and Peeves because we could get a better <laughs> jingle out of it than the one we've currently got. <laughs> well, well, let's give that a go. What's it called again? Oh, no, I'm not, I can't be bothered recording that. Whinges, <laughs> Grumps and Peeves it was. Well, we might come back to that. Right, at the moment it's just things what get on me tits. What I do- what I don't like, and I hear it all the time, like almost every day, is when someone will go, oh, name a Muppet, name your favourite Muppet, and someone will go, oh, probably like, I don't know, Cookie Monster. And then they'll go, no, that's Sesame Street! They're all Muppets. They're all Muppets. They're, all Muppets, They're still Muppets. Yeah. The term Muppet, like, predates Sesame Street. It's old. It's yes. just what they all are. Yes. 
And I hear that so often, don't you, George? Like every yeah. day I'm hearing it. It's always in me, ringing in my ear and I want to shake them. Just stop it! Day in, day out, relentless. <laughs> I can't See, like, escape it. Party. Anyway, right, are we doing... Me... Yes, we'll do it on... off. I still don't understand Wenson, but if you want Wenson. to change it, we'll go... Right, so we'll... Burton or Ernie, right. you'd go Henson, right? If you said Bert, Burton Dave, I'd go Wenson. Like, well, when it's not were, that when easy. Was Bert and Dave, when were Burton and Dave Muppets son? That's when they were, Right, son. they were Okay, well, that's fine. Okay, fine. And Henson or Wenson? Now, what was you going to No, if I can stick with it now. If you want to do that, I want you to say if it's... <laughs> if you think bothered. it's a Muppet... <laughs> say Henson. You say right, Henson. Okay. Right. You've made your bed. You've got a lie in it. Yeah. Right. First, John, are you going to put some music under this? No. I'm going to defy you this week and not put Fine. music under it. You can do it. Uh, Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not the one I read out. I didn't read. That's not one of the options. Just Muppets. Uh, first one: Johnny Fiamma and Salmonella. When son, when son, is that your final answer? I don't know Henson. Then I don't. I don't no, no, don't, don't change it if you don't think it is. I'm not. No, I, I'm going to change it. Henson, I'm oh, going to change shit. it. Right, well, good. Well, I'm glad you did because it is Henson. Uh, Johnny yeah. Fiamma and Salmonella are a duo, with yeah. Johnny modelled after Frank Sinatra and Sal as a vest-wearing chimpanzee who is also Johnny's bodyguard. <laughs> They're from uh, Muppets Tonight. Yeah, uh, which is that actually after Jim Henson, Muppets. which is actually went after Jim Henson died, so it's still not really. So it's Wenson anyway. This is the problem Henson. with the whole fucking feature: Wenson, the Henson. idea of Henson and Wenson. Some of these aren't <laughs> Henson creations; they're just Muppets. Oh, just get on with it! How many of them are there? <laughs> right, Dog Lion. Dog Lion. Yeah, Dog Lion. Wenson. No, it's it's actually Henson. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh. A large monster with a dog-like face that is often seen with Sweetums. Mm. Sweetums is another Muppet. He's the big yeah, one. Yeah, I knew that. I've, I've known that one. Right, you next one. Sweetums, I'd have known it. <laughs> next one, uh, Bed Tundy. It's dark if it is Henson. <laughs> um, but I think Henson was occasionally did stray into that sort of territory. Um, I'll go Wenson. Correct. No, it's not. It's not. Bed Tundy is one I made up. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you even considered. Uh, next one, uh, Zeb Nightshade. Ch- it wasn't... Am I right no, in thinking I the original no. sort of Muppet show was, was not necessarily a children's show? It no, but it wouldn't be putting, like, serial killer spoonerisms in it, would it? Well, I don't know. It was good enough for uh, Gavin and Stacey, wasn't it? Why that's not? true, I suppose. Good point. Yeah. I mean, it's real. That's a comparison, isn't it? Fucking Gavin and Stacey and the Muppets. <laughs> the Muppet show's almost as good as Gavin and Stacey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, next one. We're going to be here all day, otherwise. Zeb Nitro. I've got about 20 of these. What? Oh, we're not doing. Tw- Why can't you just say I'm not really. ones I know, like Kermit or Statler and Warbolt? It wouldn't be much of a quiz, would it? <laughs> Zeb Nitrate. Amyl Nitrate. <laughs> Zeb Nitrate. Uh, uh, Henson. Uh, wrong. It's Winston. Henson and Winston. That's the stupidity of that has just hit me. <laughs> You're not doing very well so far, George. Oh. Uh, Zeb Nitrate was fake. I made that one up. Yeah. Uh, next one, uh, Dr. Phil Van Neuter. Henson. 
Correct. Uh, Dr. Phil Van Neuter was a mad scientist and veterinarian who is the host of the Muppets Tonight sketch. Uh, Tales from the Vet. There you go. Yeah. Uh, next one, uh, Buzz McCarthy, the singing bee. <laughs> I want it to be real. Um, Henson. No, I'm afraid I made Henson. that one up. Bastard. I made that one up. Yeah. Uh, Mildred Huckstetter. Wenson. No, it's actually Henson. <laughs> uh, an aristocratic and educated purple beak-nosed woman. Yeah. Uh, uh, Waldo C. Graphic. Henson. That is Henson. It's a computer-generated Muppet, uh, appearing yeah. in Muppet Vision 3D in the Jim Henson Hour. So, there you go. Uh, Angus McGarnagle. This one's Henson. quite an easy one, I think. It is Henson. Angus McGarnagle, the Argyle Gargoyle, is a stereotypical purple Scotsman who gargles Gershwin. So, well done, George. Um, next one. Paddy O'Hardy, he. Right, I'm hoping that's Wenson. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is Wenson, yeah. You thought I'd fall up. for that because of the no, Angus all right, okay. or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, and finally, uh, Anthony Agonist. <laughs> when son. It is when son. I mean, no one would come up with Imagine a name as daft out with a and fucking pretentious like that. as that. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. That's my quiz. That's it. That's the end of it. It was fun, wasn't it? Henson That's or Wenson. Henson or Wenson. What was your original title for that? Because I Felt or flop. Alright, oh, yeah, mine was better. Went Henson. Alright, well, there we go. I'll defend oh, that to the grave, Paul, but that was better. <laughs> I know. Sort of thing you fucking. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Nah, What's t- really. George, telling me, telling me what you've been watching this week? Well, the BBC have been nicking all our ideas again because oh, Gordon Ramsay's go. got a new game show. Um, <laughs> bank Balance, it's called. Gordon Ramsay's Bank Balance. Right, um, is it? To be fair, they've not been nicking uh, our ideas because. I actually think Gordon is a moron was actually quite good. I mean, it was essentially the chase, which already exists. Yeah, but it was a proven format. To, though. It's a good format compared to bank balance, where contestants right. have to balance massive plastic Hang on. gold bars. Yes. So, so bank balance is the actual name. The show is called Gordon Ramsay's Bank Balance. It's got his Fucking name in hell. the title as well. I thought I thought that was that was a joke. I thought it was no. like a joke, like. Gordon Ramsay's bank balance, like oh he's earning, he's just doing shit jobs just for the money. That's what it's actually called, Gordon Ramsay's bank balance. Well, you'll see the title. I think they came up with the title first, and then the right. game show second. That's your I, that's your way of doing things. It's not quite my way of doing things. Well, thank you. I'd like a bit more uh, respect than that. But right, um, the game show involves contestants yeah. having to balance massive plastic gold bars. On a contraption that looks like it's been nicked from a children's playground from the future. It's like right. a sort of, it's sort of like a brutalist seesaw from a J.G. Ballard okay. novel. Um, and they've got to answer questions, and then they get gold bars, and they have to sort of balance the gold bars. And if it topples right. over, and all the gold bars balls, and all the gold bars fall off, they lose all the money. Um, right, it's, like, it's rubbish. Right. It's it's unbelievably Fuck bad. Me. Have you yeah. seen? You've not seen anything for this? No trail or anything? No, I haven't. I no. no I, I I heard that Gordon Ramsay had a new quiz show. Didn't know yeah. the name of it, and I heard that it was a massive uh, shit show. That's all I've heard. It's awful. It's really bad. Um, yeah, you, it's worth seeking out the trail for this just to see how terrible it actually is. Um, it's not right. worth watching the full program. Absolutely not. Do you want to put um, in a little? Uh, do you want to put in a little soundbite of the of well, the trail here? No, not really. I might do actually because I'm 
just about I was just about to say something on the music used in the trial. Okay. Um, which it's sort of got this dubstep soundtrack. I, mean, I don't know if it's dubstep, right? Uh, because I only listened to 17th century Baroque harpsichord sonatas <laughs> and yeah, old yeah. Dixieland 78s. Obviously, <laughs> he's old school, isn't he? <laughs> But I don't yeah, know why you're uh, doing that laugh, kind of... because you made up that joke. So you've only got yourself to blame. No, people think like that. You think like that. You thought I was on caviar paranoid. And, paranoid. and swans five minutes ago. But yeah, it's got this kind of electronic dubstep cover version of In the German Nick, which plays right. over the trail. I don't know what that piece of music's called. Just know it as In the German Nick. Uh, so here's what that sounds like. Oh, my goodness. I promise not to shout. Can you two wake up? I promise not to swear. I promise not to be mean. By the time you pick a category, I can be older than Mary Berry. <laughs> but I won't promise to make it easy. I thought this was a game. This ain't fun. <laughs> you should have known that. This is Bank Balance. Brand new Bank Balance on BBC One and iPlayer. But, yeah, I've made some notes, uh, some things that struck me about Gordon Ramsay's bank balance. Okay. Um, the first thing that struck me about it was that it's about 60 million quid lighter now, thanks to the pandemic. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> I actually thought, he says Gordon Ramsay. Do you want to that the, the actual, because Gordon Ramsay's lost a load of money, hasn't he, from yeah. his restaurants. Mm. But I, he says that that's because of the pandemic, but I think it's actually because of the response to Gordon Ramsay's bank balance. Yeah, people hate the show that much. They hate it. They stopped stopped dining there a year ago. Yeah, it's just well, no, it's just so quick the turnaround. Yeah, you know the amount of people have been going just asking for their money back, kind of in response. Yeah, and also when it's about when it's about thirty grand for a starter, it probably does ever away quite quickly. Yeah, Um, but no, seriously, here are some here are some observations that did strike me about the show. Um, first off the bat, he's got a really weird face, hasn't he? In HD, it's oh, proper. Oh God, I can imagine proper weird, and it's big as well. It's like a. I know he's a bigger <laughs> in terms of ego, but it's a physically yeah. large face and a physically large head. It's like a big pillow, but with a case on it that you haven't ironed. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's more that you've danced on it first and then put it on the pillow. <laughs> be like tucked in the bottom of like a washing up basket for ages. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's got absolutely no ear for comedy either. So he's, cause no, he's trying to no. do, he's trying to crack wise with the contestants, and it's just oh, stilted no. and painful and awful. And on that subject, if you could make uh, sweeping generalizations about the contestants, uh, then I'd say that they were all dicks. That's <laughs> my, my assessment of it based on one yeah. episode. Um, the set looks like Donald Trump's TARDIS as well, which right. you'd be especially... Oh, no. It's like a gold round thing with sort of arches and stuff and like a big thing in the middle. Yeah. It's kind of vaguely... It's not really like a TARDIS, but it's but vaguely... It's like, you know, yeah. yeah. But then again, Donald Trump wouldn't design one that was accurate, would he? Design one that was no, gold. No, I should hope fucking not. So that's essentially it. Uh, I came up with an alternative title for the show, oh, which yeah. was The Million Pound Plop. Um, which I think <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds very similar to that show. It is it's very similar, but there's absolutely yeah. no kind of redeeming merit at all uh, no. to this. Uh, Ramsey is as false and artificial as ever. One of the contestants, who was allegedly a lawyer, thought that a cello was a woodwind <sighs> instrument. I mean, this is idiot. the questions. Fucking are, idiot. The questions are, by and large, piss easy. Yeah, I mean, it's the show. It's the show that makes Tipping Point look like Mastermind. Wow! And in terms of stretching the format, it makes Eggheads look as fast-paced as like the Weakest Link. 
This, this is a five-minute show stretched over an hour rather than oh, over God. 30 minutes. Oh, um, no. Yeah. Uh, there was one of the questions was on the UK's 10 favourite artists, according to a, a YouGov poll. Right. And one of the contestants said Banksy, which I thought okay. was a stu- which I thought was a stupid answer. Right. But it was but it was right. Yeah. So no, I don't want to live in this country much. anymore. I don't want to live in this <laughs> country. Who else was anymore. on there? Uh, well, there was a, there were Emin. a few people who deserved to be on there, but I mean, I don't want to. I want to get on. I want to stay on Banksy for a second. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying street art can't be profound or interesting. But it says it all, doesn't it, that Banksy, whose work is, let's be honest, wank, <laughs> is seen as one of the nation's <laughs> ten favourite artists of all yeah. time. It's I mean, sad, all, I, it? There were people, Da Vinci was on there, but I think people just have heard of him, so that's why they said that. it has got a name one that makes you sound yeah, clever, uh, you think? Uh, 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 da so Vinci. Cynical. Uh, uh, you know, but there are loads of artists who are more deserving. Who's your favourite artist? Well, I, I've, there's loads who I I love. I mean, oh, Dali oh, 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 oh. Well, I'll go through some then. I mean, Picasso, Rembrandt, Dali, Renoir, Monet, Manet, Magritte, Carlo, Just reading O'Keefe, them off his shelf. Hamilton, Warhol, Rauschenberg, Lichtenstein, Abad, Moretto, Bala, Mondrian, Delaunay, Delaunay, Herrera, Pollock, Rothko, Jasper Johns, Klimt, Leonora Carrington, Russo, Christina Qualls, Kandinsky, Hundertwasser, Malevich, Brack, Matisse, Hilmarath, Clint, Da Vinci, Michelangelo, Myro, Hurst, Bridget Riley, Zanele, Mahole, Yoko Ono, Kasamo, Hokusai, Hiroshiga. I mean, there's loads. I could go on. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Banksy isn't one of them. Let's put it no, that way. I noticed that. Um, well, alternate, that's sad. alternate title for the show Wank Balance. For that. Um, <laughs> The contestants couldn't name any characters from Faulty Towers. None. One of them wow. said Mr. Faulty as a suggestion, <laughs> which was not allowed. And the same person no. who thought that a cello was a woodwind instrument, when asked to name a capital city outside of the UK that is further north than London, said Manchester. <laughs> a solicitor. So a clever person, allegedly. I mean, there was... At one point, at one point, at one point... Maybe it was a political statement. At one point, I jammed a fork straight into my front teeth and gums. Oh, God. Uh, I was eating it's some horrible. cake. I was uh, eating some cake. It was an accident. Right. Uh, but it was far less painful than actually watching the screen. And I just couldn't... Oh, I just couldn't wait for it to finish. I just really was sitting there. No. When can I turn this off and watch the basketball? Because it's getting off my fucking nerves. <laughs> Why did you watch it? I mean, you could have just turned it off. Well, because I I knew that we had this idea on Crash Channel Ferry ages oh, ago, yeah, and yeah. I thought I should watch it. And wow. yeah, I couldn't watch the Knicks in an hour. It's not that bad. But actually, yeah. it was really bad. It's really bad, but it's rubbish. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm still... I, I mean, I w- actually wouldn't pitch Gordon is a moron now, because I don't want to work with, with him anymore. No. It's terrible. Well, listeners, I hope you thought that was the, the, the pain that George and Joel was worth it. Uh, email in, let us know if it was worth it. Um, crass at podcast.gmail.com if you think that was a good segment of the show. Yep. Goes on a bit, doesn't it? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a final home straight now. Here we go. Right. 
Do you want to introduce this one? No, I don't. You do it. I can't be bothered. I can't think of a. I can't think of a pun. Oh look over um, there! Look, it's the Crash Channel fairy. Oh yeah, jingle. <laughs> this week for the crash channel yeah the idea for the crash channel ferry this week was to come up with some new uh, vehicles new television vehicles for children's tv characters now is it my understanding was it didn't necessarily have to be children's television program ideas did it paul um no i've no i guess not I've sort I mean, of done what a is bit interesting. Diff- I've gone a bit different as well, to be honest. And I've just revived like classic kids shows rather than just bringing back the characters. And I've got at least two ideas that aren't essentially not. Well, one of them then is definitely not a children's TV character. So okay, okay. we well, just disobeyed the rule. Both of it's us are just disobeyed. The vaguely rules. children's We've... TV kind of ideas. That's that's the gist yeah. of it. Yeah. This is, in uh, case you're wondering, this was inspired by the return of Tracy Beaker in my mum, Tracy Beaker, which obviously I've not watched because. Kids show, I'm not an idiot, I'm not a child. Twelve. Well, do you want to go first with this, or shall I? Or shall yeah, all right. No, or... I'll go first. I'll get mine out okay. of the way because mine are usually, 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 usually shitter. Um, Crash on the ferry. So, do you, George, do you remember the Shiny Show? No, not really. I am aware oh, of the Shiny Show. I never oh, watched it. It's gonna be a long fucking segment then. Um, so here's my little pitch for a, a return for the Shiny Show. Um, yeah. The year is 2028, just six years after World War Three, the very first nuclear war. The world has turned to dust. Just under 300,000 people remain alive on Earth, and up to a third of the survivors are scarred and mutated hybrids. The only food left is kept in an enormous warehouse in Sussex and can only be bought with, now extremely valuable, stainless steel items. This strange currency can only be obtained by playing the barbaric game The Shiny Show, where contestants must compete to the death for forks and pencil sharpeners and that. What is Mucker's secret motive? And just who is the mysterious Mr. Cheese? <laughs> I mean, I've no idea what The Shiny Show was like, but that's, that sounds <laughs> It's like gripping. a weird puppet show, isn't it? Like with, yeah. And they, like, they did try and compete for shiny items, I think. I yeah. vaguely remember. Was it ever quite as grim as this? It wasn't as grim as that. No, I've I've, I've made it more gritty. These are all quite gritty, I have to be honest. I've made them... Because yeah. that's what the kids are into these days. Grittiness, I imagine. Mm. I've got a few. I've got four. Do you want me to read the others? <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've got Tots TV as well. Yeah. After the, <laughs> after the mysterious death of Tom, Tilly and Tiny have gone their separate ways. However, when they each receive a letter saying, I know what you did, they must relive the events of that cold November night where everything changed. <laughs> Turns out Rosie and Jim did it. <laughs> uh, and then I went, did Brum. I didn't have much for Brum. I just wrote, yeah. every October a terrifying shape moves over the sleepy town of Borton on the Water. And I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> and then my other one is even even smaller. Even uh, less Raven, than that. Raven gets kicked up the arse by a procession of resentful kids. And that was it. <laughs> I never liked Raven. He had it coming. Um, there you that, go. Is, those are your those ideas. Are ideas. <laughs> well, I mean, they've got... I will say there's a lot more detail and variety in, in those four ideas. I mean, the, the first two I wrote when I was in college 
I was just desperate. I was thinking, what am I going to do? Oh, I remember I wrote some gritty reboot ideas in college as a laugh. I'll just do them again. They've been on the back burner for so many years. (laughs) Sorry to let you behind the curtain there. So the only two I came up with was... No, I didn't even come up with the Brum idea. The Brum idea was one I didn't... (laughs) So I just came up with the Raven one. That's the work I've done today. The one that's the the least idea that you could have had (laughs) is the one you've come up with. Yeah. Tricky. It is the well, one that I'd I... most like to watch, though. Shall I run through... I, me too, in fact. Shall I run through uh, what I've got? Yeah, go on, so then. The, the first idea, again, curiously enough, predates this. It was just born out of a typo, as I was noting something down. <laughs> okay. Um, Luis Bungle and Salvador Zippy's <laughs> Unshay Ondalu, which right. opens with a razor slashing George the Hippo's eye. Yes. And you could have like <laughs> ants crawling out of Jeffrey's hands and, and yeah, all yeah. that sort of stuff. That'd be good. That's quite that's quite arty as well. It's nice yeah. that. It doesn't have to be for kids, this. It's, it's quite highbrow. Highbrow, yeah. Um, I've been thinking about Basil Brush quite a lot. Have and, you? Uh, and how we might be able to revive his flagging career. It is, yeah. Um, he's mostly doing... Nothing. Sort of Butlin's shit, isn't he? Oh, right. I, I didn't know he was doing the I rounds imagine. There. They're all closed at the minute, so it's not yep, doing much. Doing fuck all. Well, how about Basil Crush? It's like Blind Date, <laughs> but with Basil Brush, basically. That's, That's it. <laughs> or, or why not Basil Shush? Uh, Basil Brush works in a library. Um, there's a harrowing BBC Three documentary about alcoholism. Basil Lush. Go for that. Yep. I feel like I feel like Richard Stilgo on Countdown in the eighties yeah. and nineties. Everyone listening to him, what a prick just coming up with shit <laughs> No, no, come on. I think this is really good, this. Three for, three for the price of one. Royal Brush. Um, yes. Either Basil Brush is a poker hustler. Um, yep. He's like a royal family member or footman. Or he has to avoid being shot by royalty in the Boxing Day hunt. One of those three ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All um, good. And funnily enough, because it's essentially... It's essentially the same thing. I've tried doing a similar thing for well, someone who's your favourite CBBC character of all time. Yeah. Um, trying to find a new angle for Hacker T Dog. Um, yeah. Absolutely yeah. love him, don't you? He's, he's kind yeah. of like a modern day Basil Brush, isn't he? But without the mm, charm, yeah, well, wit, humour, voice. Um, <sighs> Hacker, of course. If only you fucking knew. If only you know the truth. Uh, Hacker, of course, made his debut appearance in Scoop. The 2006 Woody Allen film starring Scarlett Johansson and Barry off EastEnders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might have got that slightly confused. But um, how about a Watch Dogs TV spin off starring Hacker T Dog off of CBBC called Computer Hacker? Or why not Green Bay Hackers? Hacker T Dog off of CBBC goes to Wisconsin, USA to coach the American football team, the Green Bay Packers. It's a pun, Paul. Do you get it? It's yeah. a pun. Yeah. Um, Hackered to Pieces, a live TV autopsy of Hacker T Dog. <laughs> yes, now I'm interested. Um, Is he alive? Uh, <laughs> finally, I've got some more, less sort of character focus, less like three ideas for one person. Right, the same okay. Um, my parents are aliens of parents, a docu soap following the family lives of actors Tony Gardner. <laughs> Is that all right? What do you think of that? Yeah, no, I'd, wa- I, yeah, I'd watch that. <laughs> or, or what about Art Attack? 
in between us and celebrity jungle star Emily Atak presents a show that's a pseudo revival of the much loved Neil Buchanan series from when we were young. I like Featuring her. Ash Frith as the head. Uh, they have to shoot his <laughs> scenes yeah. at the Albert R. Broccoli 007 stage at Pinewood, one of the biggest yes. sound stages. You've got, in to, Europe. You got to. You've got to. Nowhere else would fit his, his giant bonds. But yeah, would you watch Art Atak? I mean, I'm not yeah, sure if you can actually. draw or anything. But yeah, I like it. Uh, and finally, a um, couple of ideas here. Danger Mouse Trap. Uh, classic Cosgrove Hall hero Danger Mouse yes. stars in a one-hour special adaptation of Agatha Christie's landmark murder mystery. Just don't spoil the ending. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and and finally, Rasta Mouse Trap. Reggie Yates' much-loved reggae rodent Rasta Mouse stars in a one-hour special <laughs> adaptation of Agatha Christie's landmark murder mystery. Just don't spoil the ending. <laughs> those, are, those are my ideas. <laughs> those last two. Those last two. The sort of jokes you get on, like... <laughs> I'm sorry, I've got no head or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they were good. I liked them. I like them a lot. Um, oh no! Look, the crash on the ferry has uh, smashed into the dock and killed loads of people. Oh dear! Oh no! Well, that's that disaster. <laughs> it's all petered out again, isn't it? Mm. Well, now this is this is the difficult bit, isn't it? The the dreaded outro. Um, yeah. It's because I think it's because it's kind of it's a moment of self promotion, having exactly. to be carried out awkward, by two it? people who are absolutely reluctant to promote either themselves or the podcast. Fucking, yeah, exactly. So that's the difficult bit. Um, yeah. But it's in your hands, Paul. I'll, I'll oh, leave it to you. Fucking passing the buck. Okay, right. I'm going to do it real quick. I'm just going to do everything, and I'm going to do it yeah. as quick as I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can email us crashpodcast at gmail dot com. We're on Twitter. Uh, at the Crass Podcast, I'm on Twitter at Bumbledoon, um, and George isn't. But uh, just dig, don't mention it. Doesn't matter. It's fine. Um, mm. It's the the end. Let's not say uh, is what you're saying. See you, listeners. Uh, stay Tatty safe. Bye. Love, love you. Um. <laughs> uh, bye. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. Bye, George. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Every week.